welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to... Travelling Eggs. With... Me, Fergus. And Marie, your favourite podcast about travel disasters and travel stories and couple stories. And, and other life wreckages. And everything, really. Um, so this oh. week... <laughs> Venice. Venice. We are going to be talking about Venice, which was, I think, our most recent mm-hmm. travel trip yeah. together. Um, this episode contains a lot of disaster. Oh, God. <laughs> a lot so of, many stories. So many disastrous content coming your way. Although, I'm not going to lie, this was probably my favorite trip that we took together, maybe with New York. And Venice is one of my favorite cities. It's yeah. so gorgeous. Amazing. Insane. You will learn why. Now, the reason... Well, the, the basically, the, the, because this has so many uh, disaster and content involved, we are actually going to do Venice in two parts. Yes. So this is part one. Which is your Christmas special coming yeah, out. Yeah, Merry Christmas. One day before Christmas. So Merry Woo! Christmas, no, everybody. No, it's two days before Christmas. Well, <laughs> I think the 24th is Christmas. So Anyway, the day before Christmas Eve. Exactly. Christmas Eve Eve. So you so, will hear this so close to Christmas. Happy festivities to you all. Ho, 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 ho's. Have a ho, ho day. <laughs> <laughs> Have um, a merry, very Christmas. <laughs> have a merry, merry Christmas. Okay. Right. So and the, first... no, the other one, right, is going to come out right before New Year. So it's going to yes. be your New Year special. Exactly. Don't forget to mention that. Yes. Um, right. So first of all, let's talk about the egg dish this week. Exactly. Marie. It's, it sounds so good. Uh, please, to everyone who's Italian listening, I'm so sorry for butchering this. <clears throat> it's called or. Over in Pugatorio, Al Pugatorio, sorry, Uova Al Pugatorio, again, I'm so sorry. Well, you say it better, well, well shut don't up. challenge me. And it's basically large eggs, parmesan, red onions, garlic, chickpeas, tomato sauce, basil and oregano, however you want to pronounce that. And you put the eggs aside, everything else you mix and stir and fry in a frying pan to kind of make a nice sauce with it. And then make four indentations in each dish you make. Put the eggs in, bake it for 10 to 12 minutes until the egg whites are set. And that's basically it. And maybe just put some cheese on top if you want to, because you can never have too much cheese. Be more decadent. Exactly. Um, unless you're lactose intolerant, but then just use <laughs> vegan cheese. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's it. And it sounds so good. And you should all make this because it also sounds very easy. Yes, it does. It does. It sounds quite easy. You don't actually need that many ingredients yeah. and also the ingredients you do need you can use for other stuff as well it's basically eggs and marinara sauce that is literally exactly it. yeah so try... and it looks very good exactly there's also another version with it with like poached eggs but yeah really good so right should we just get into the disaster stuff <sighs> let's let's do that and everything around obviously first off we went to venice for the film festival obviously that was actually the reason um i think i I invited you, didn't I? I yeah. kind of did the idea. And... You mentioned it. I remember when you originally mentioned it, then you were talking to me about it, but I didn't realise you wanted True. me to come. Oh, I always want you because, to come. Because you kept saying, oh yeah, like I'm probably going to go to the Venice Film Festival. Whenever I say I want to go somewhere, I always want you to come. Oh. And have some eggs. Don't ever feel uninvited. Well, no, I didn't feel uninvited, oh. but I was like... Oh, you want me to come too? Yeah, of course. I always, for future reference, I always want you to come to every trip I take, <laughs> even if I don't mention it. Yes, I'll just be like, cool, see you there. Exactly, please. <laughs> like, honestly. I'm like a bad luck charm, though. And so are you when I mean, we travel. So. <laughs> I wouldn't say you are. I mean, we both are. Um, like we both are. Yeah. 
Uh, right, so I definitely wanted to go. It was in summer. It was just after I came back from Toronto. So I still had some time before my internships in summer. Perfect opportunity. Always wanted to go there. Always wanted to go to Venice. We ended up going together, which was even better. We found a very nice Airbnb. Um, and yeah, it just sounded amazing. Oh, and also because, of course, they have the art festival. So like I said, like you probably know if you're good listeners, I love art, like really fucking love art. And special about the Venice Film Festival is obviously it also has the art festival festival. Um, so that's just another plus point. Yeah. And the whole city is just in artsy, cinematic kind of mood. So it's really amazing. Yeah. So yeah. it is amazing. We went and it was quite <laughs> so we nice. Went, recommend right. the Venice Film Festival. Definitely. And the art BNL, the exactly. art galleries and everything. Oh my god, so nice. You will hear about that in a bit. Yes. So let's get started. Okay, we? so before we talk about the first disaster, I do just want to build a sort of little foundation exactly. about how it Please happened. Do. So as Marie mentioned, we got an Airbnb in mm -hmm. Venice, which is always the way forward in my exactly. opinion. Also because to be fair, we went for seven days because we wanted to stay for as much of the festival as we could. So yeah. obviously an Airbnb for that long is better also because we couldn't cook for ourselves mm. and everything. So. And it was in a really good location. We had a water taxi station really near. Like literally right side. Because you... Well, to get to the island with the film festival and like any of the main festival or art that was going on at that time, you do need to go across the water. So exactly. it's useful to have the water taxi station. Little trivia in case you don't know, Venice isn't just one island. It has <coughs> several small islands around. Um, and the film festival was happening on the Lido Island. We were staying on the, so to speak, main island. Yeah. So wherever you go, you always get water taxis and even... Within the main island, you get water taxis because of the canals in between the yeah. streets and everything. Or you can get a gondola if True. you're feeling a bit bougie, but that's a bit expensive. Very nice, though. Right. So do go on with your foundation. Yeah. Okay, right. So we got this very nice Airbnb. Um, we went in and like everything is great. It's very nice and cool um, temperature wise oh God, in the Airbnb yes. because obviously we went to Venice in, we went there like at the end of August to beginning of September. Um, and obviously at that time, it's mm -hmm. quite warm already. And in Venice, especially, it was very, very hot. Oh so God. basically constant sweat. Um, oh God, I know. But the good thing was that the Airbnb, the air conditioning was pretty much on like most of the time so it was very cool whenever we got into the airbnb it was like a sudden wave of cool temperature exactly um so that was really good for starters and we decided like we got we had like two double bedrooms so we had like yes. one double bedroom each i think one of them was a living room but it yeah. had been converted exactly. into a bedroom. we kind of used it as a living room as well yeah and can i just say i was so happy for the aircon because i'm not good with any extreme temperatures i'm not good with the cold i'm not good with the warmth i'm yeah really really not good with really hot temperatures so i was struggling in venice and yeah. the aircon really helped me i was struggling a bit with how hot it was as well um because i already get hot really easily anyway so. but at least you like summer i don't even yeah like i do summer. i do love the hot weather when you're abroad somewhere like in a really nice country during the summer i do love that yeah um it's more like at night i just get really hot for no Fair. reason which is great um yeah so the airbnb was really really nice and we, you know, obviously decided, well, we need to go get a water taxi to get to the main, yes. to get to the main island and obviously being to pick up our passes for the film festival and all of that. And so we had to get this water taxi. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing about Venice and the water taxis is that one ticket, no matter where you're going, always costs seven euros fifty, which is quite a lot. Yeah, that is quite a lot of money considering yeah. you sometimes you might not even be going that far. So, well, 
we bought a ticket for our first ride on the water taxi and it didn't even get checked or anything. Um, so that was kind of a waste, I feel, of €7.50. Yep. So the second time we got oh, a water God. taxi, we decided, well, we obviously don't need a ticket because no one checks. Like the exactly. gates are open to get to the water taxi. Yep. So let's just not buy a ticket. So we didn't. Oh God. <laughs> and of course, this one time that we decided not to get a ticket was when they had Although to be fair, no, it wasn't the only time. It was the beginning from when they kept trekking because we took the road from San Basilio, where our Airbnb was located, to Lido. And I think that was one of the main routes, so to speak, because lots of people from um the Dosadoro Island or uh the other San Marco Islands, whatever, took that route to get to Lido and to go to the film festival so this was obviously the most checked kind of route oh yeah but it only started because the film festival started that first day when we went and didn't get a ticket yeah so that's when they started checking and that was the well yeah and then they started checking (laughs) right when the first time that we decided not to get a ticket which of course was going to happen oh my god (laughs) Of of course so yeah, so they checked and we pretended we were really like naive tourists. Exactly. Like, oh no, like surely, because with the uh, film festival passes, you get two oh, I forgot, you yeah. get two routes free, but neither of them were from where we got the water exactly. taxi. Because, they were also from the St. Mark Square, yeah, but not from our But not from our one, which was annoying because obviously it's right around the corner from us, so it's convenient, but we'd still yeah. have to pay. So we, they came over and they were like, yeah, can we see your tickets? And we were like, oh no, like, Surely we get this route for free with our passes, actually. <laughs> of course we do. Knowing that this was a lie. <laughs> of course. And then they were like, no, no, no. The only route to get free are this one and this one. And we were like, no, no, no. Like, we were told something different. Yes. Like, at the... But they were not budging. They completely knew what we were they... pulling and they did not care. They, <laughs> they said, knew. no, we're sorry. You were told wrong. You didn't check enough. We want to see a ticket. If you don't have a ticket, you have to pay. They did not budge at yeah. all because they had heard this story a million times before. And so they said, right, well, you know, you need to... <laughs> You need to pay a fine. Okay. Oh, and I was thinking, okay, maybe it's like, I don't know, a 30 pound fine. Oh, I didn't expect that because I like in London, if you get, however you get caught, you pay a very big fine. So I yeah. expected something big to happen, but it, it was I mean, it still. wasn't massive, but it was quite mm. large. We got charged 57 euros 50 each mm. because that's the 50 euro fine plus the 7 euros 50 because that's the yeah. cost of the ticket. So 57 euros 50 each we got fined. Normally, to be fair, I have been to cities before where the fine, if you don't have a ticket, is 100 euros. Okay. So at least, at least it, it wasn't, wasn't that. that bad. Um, and normally with this kind of thing, I would be tempted to be like... Uh, just try and like run away yeah. <laughs> when I got to land at this point obviously I can't run away because we're on a boat but um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, just swim away swim. Um, ah, normally I'd be like okay I've got a fine also like... can I just say it's illegal to swim in the canals oh so well the... I wouldn't want to it's dirty it is but the water police would have picked you up and find you <laughs> even harder imagine that not fun um so normally I would you know try and be a little bit rebellious and try and like get out of the yeah. fine or whatever but they literally took our identification like yeah. our passports and stuff and they asked and i think we asked and said what if we don't have one and they said well then ha- we have to take you with us when we get to the next to the stop. station exactly. to the police station they so said well so we were like wait of course we have eddies of course so yeah so we gave i gave them a passport they like take and take a note of our passport number or id yeah. number our name our address everything so that you know if we try and avoid to pay we can't escape yeah and they gave us a limit of something like 
three days. Was it three days? Three or four days. It wasn't a week because we stayed there for a week. Yeah. It wasn't so that bad. They gave us, there was like a time limit of three or four days. And if you don't pay it by then, it goes up to like 100 euros. True. And the windows where you pay aren't always open. Yeah. So it's so like, I, well. I don't remember why exactly, to be honest. But I literally paid on the last day because the windows were always shut when else I wanted to try. And I was so what? I have to try today. <laughs> I have to do it today. Yeah. So I called up my oh mum. I called up my mum and I was like, mum. You know me and my travels. Aww. I think I did actually say something like that. And I was like, Mum, just go with me on this. We did just get fined at 57 Aww. euros 50. Please, can you send me money so I can pay the fine? And she was like, oh, no, but yes, don't worry, I will. She sent it over to me and I paid the fine, I think, the next day mm. or something like yeah. that. Because when we went and tried to do it, I don't think it was open. So I, yeah. I, I just paid the fine the next day, which was annoying because obviously you could have easily just avoided that 57 <clears throat> euro 50 fine. Exactly. So if you go to Venice, please, for our sake and your sake, buy a water buy taxi ticket. a water taxi ticket. All it's the not time. worth it. It's All not, it's not worth, yeah. So, yeah. Even, I think when we got back really late, after really late screenings, they still checked, didn't they? <sighs> sometimes yeah 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 um so you never yeah. know it's unpredictable when they're going to check or not that route especially they i think yeah. always checked um so that was the first kind of disaster inconvenience right. which links on oh my to god the next <laughs> so, funny thing we figured out on the trip which marie you can tell us about a little prehistory i have a very weird stomach my stomach is such a bitch i can not eat i can eat i can eat healthy i can eat like things that are easy on the stomach i still get nauseous i still get cramps i don't know why i i, I generally don't know if anyone knows anything i can do then please let me know because i kind of want to know but there's whatever i do i still get stomach problems so i had been on boats before i've been on ferries and whatnot and i was always fine um i never really got seasick i was always good however in venice you have to know that obviously the boats are bigger motorboats so of course they're not as steady as a ferry of course they kind of hop all over the water especially if they go yes yeah also i was just going to add as well yes. i don't know if you were going to say this but also because there's other boats on the water that create True. almost like uh waves synthetic waves exactly. like not not real waves like as in <laughs> synthetic <laughs> not real waves you're just imagining them they're no. actually there. just as in waves <laughs> that have been man-made almost so like not natural waves not like man-made waves from the other boats <laughs> propellers well because it's not no, and so no, and so what I was going to say is oh the waves God. from the other boats mean yeah. that the motorboat that you're on <clears throat> then goes over them and hops over them, which yes. makes for quite a bumpy ride. Exactly. So carry on. And like I said, some of them go really quick and really fast because you know they're Italian and their driving style is quite wild sometimes. <laughs> Classic <laughs> Italian. I know. Um, so the ride isn't always that steady. So it turned out that I get really, really seasick on the water taxis and I got really seasick on every single water taxi every we ride. went on and we took about four water taxis a day so I was genuinely used to getting really nauseous around four times a day and mind you we still had to eat like I couldn't just I, I, I had to eat I had to have dinner breakfast and lunch and most of the time it just happened because of our plans that we had to take the water taxi in between meals and directly after meals not ideal Exactly. So I felt so bad all the time when we were on the water taxi. And also, I remember you being like, yeah, like, I'm going to be fine and stuff. And I'd be like, no, no, no. Just stand near the edge of the boat. Yeah. Literally. Get ready to lean. Oh, <laughs> get ready to let get, it out. Get ready to let it all out. Oh, God. 
So luckily, it never went there. So knock on wood, it never yeah. actually got to that point. I was always fine. Yeah. Uh, at some point, I think so, after like two or three days, I actually went to the pharmacy and talked to them and said, do you have any pills for seasickness or for nausea or whatever? And they gave me these herbal pills for acid reflux, I think, which I still use because I still have some of them left. And they're really good. They actually really helped me. They didn't make it go completely away all the time, but they definitely helped. And if I took them directly after a meal, before going on a boat, directly after a boat, it helped. It made it less extreme, so to speak. Yeah. But yeah, I just wasn't prepared to feel seasick so often. Four times a day. All the damn Love time. that. Love oh. that so Literally. much. So yeah, so I that did was get over that though. Yeah. So we went to, speaking of where we went, we took the boat, of course, we went to the Lido Island to pick up our <clears throat> passes for the film festival. Um, looked It was quite there. complicated trying to find our passes as well. Really? Yeah, I, I remember, remember because we, I think we went into the main building where some of the screenings were happening and where you're meant to pick up your mm-hmm. passes. Mm-hmm. We went to the reception desk. I was like really hot and sweaty and tired at this Love. point. Um, we went to the reception desk and we were like, where do we need to pick up our tickets? Yeah. And then they were like, you go towards the back of this floor and like take some staircase down. Oh, yeah. Um, so we went right. to the back of the room, took the staircase down. It led to what I kind of thought looked a bit like some weird uh, abandoned type area that we were going into bit dodgy but eventually it led into a nicer part of the building where there was yeah. like a um loads of kind of receptionists lined up yeah. like handing out the different passes to people so we went and got our passes from there yeah and they explained loads of stuff to us about like which routes were free and blah 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 and like I don't know. They said loads of stuff, and I was like, yeah, yeah, but it kind of just went over my head. So as a little briefing, we got the cinema slash student accreditation, um, which gives you access to quite a few screenings. It doesn't give you access to the big press screenings or the big main, yeah, like I said, Mm. like press screenings. Um, But you can still get into a fair amount of stuff. You can get into lots of events. You can get into all of the areas. And there was one screen in particular called Pala Biennale, which was basically where they screened lots of the films that had just had their premieres already. Mm -hmm. So this was the best screen to get access to um, any of the films we really wanted to see, but we couldn't get into the premiere. If we went, mostly mostly it was like they did it the next morning or something. So, for example, we went there to go see Ad Astra, uh, which had just had its premiere. And so... Which, honestly, it kind of drowned a bit. You didn't hear that much after it actually premiered after the festival. I thought there yeah. would be way more of a hype. It kind of vanished. Yeah, didn't I it? thought there would be more of a hype, especially because it's a space <laughs> film, I which know. are so popular. And it has Papet in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's fin- finish your point, then we're yeah. going to talk about Ad Astra for a second. Okay, fine. So, um, <laughs> I mean, if you're film students, we have to. Yeah. So, yeah, and basically, my point was Pala Biennale is a very good one where it's sort of like a with our passes, we got access on a first come, first serve kind of basis. Mm-hmm. So you can go however far in advance you want to before the film and just queue up and see if there's enough space to, still to get in. Obviously, if there is, then that's great and you can have a seat and watch the film. If not, then it just means you that there wasn't enough space. There's too many people already in there. And so you can't watch the exactly. film. Exactly. And against what they said before, if this be like if they still have seats left and the film is like halfway through, you can still actually get in. I mean, you're only going to see half of the film, but with one example we're going to name later, this actually still helped us. And if you, I don't know, for some reason want to catch half of a film, you still can. Yeah. Maybe you managed to just catch the other half the other day, whatever it was. Oh yeah, that's true. <clears throat> exactly. So, Ad Astra, what are your thoughts? Okay, so 
here's what I felt. I'm not a massive space film oh, person. Yeah, see, I'm really not because I think there's, in my opinion, it would take a very rare space film to actually get me hooked and interested. Because no, because I feel like there's yeah. there's so many space films out there at the moment, and I find them all blend into one a little bit. There's maybe mm. one or two like I loved The Martian. Yeah. Um, that's but that's mainly say. because I love the fact that it was basically just one character throughout the whole yeah. thing, which is a concept that oh, I love. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that is why I really enjoyed that one because of well, yeah. because of that whole concept. Um, otherwise, I'm not massively into space films, but I yeah. did like Ad Astra, but it just wasn't anything that special for me. I agree with you. I love space films, depending on if they're, I mean, I love a couple of space films. I really love the Alien franchise. I love Interstellar. It is literally one of my favorite films, if not my favorite film. In Ad Astra, I definitely liked. You couldn't deny that it was a smart, really well done, really aesthetic, especially Very film. aesthetic. But I almost, I mean, this maybe just comes down to taste, but it was more the story of the main character and his personal story and less about everything else that was happening around him less about the space mission at least that's what it felt to me and I did not really like this because in the end it almost felt like a bit of an ego trip to me if that makes sense yeah. especially the ending I don't wanna we're not gonna spoil no, the ending not. for you but in the end it was almost like his personal thought sort of revelation and everyone went oh my god but it all just linked back to him and I didn't feel that aha moment I just sat there like oh well mm. you know it's I, a dude with a personal story I mean I get it it's in the future yeah I think the best thing about it wasn't <clears> the wasn't necessarily the writing or the storyline but yeah. more just the aesthetic that's and the true. way it was made that's true was very pleasant that's but true. yeah no the actual writing and everything wasn't the best quality yeah that's true. I definitely agree. Like, don't get us wrong. We didn't. We still liked it. Like, yeah, we liked we, we it. Really did. Like, but I, that was it. <laughs> I also really liked it. And like I said, the aesthetics was really, really nice. So, watch it. We would recommend yeah, you watch it. A it. Go. Give it a go. Um, but it wasn't the best film we'd ever seen. No, no. But yeah, right. So, so we basically just spend many, many days and many, <laughs> a lot of time during the days just hanging out on the Lido Island, hanging out in the Palazzo del Casino and del Cinema, which are the bigger sort of more prestigious screening places, yes? Yeah, I was just going to make a yeah. point. <laughs> the Cala de Ca del oh. Casino. Mm -hmm. um, and the main building was where the red carpet was. Yes. So oh that's where God. that's where loads of people queue up and the photographers are. And obviously you can see lots of celebrities coming exactly. through there, like if it's for their premiere or something like that. Um, yeah. So we did go to that a, a couple of times. You did take a very pleasant picture of me on the red carpet. I did, yes. So find me on Instagram and see that picture. Yeah, it was taken there. to me. Woo! Woo! Really, really nice. So yeah, we literally just hang out there a lot. And they also had a beach, obviously, right there. If you just oh, yeah. walk across two streets, there's directly beach. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time there. And honestly, it's just such a pleasant space to hang out in. Also because the whole Lido bit is obviously very posh and very fancy. People actually do live there. But obviously... The houses are very, very nice, very posh. They're all um, the streets are very big and very amazing because that's where the actors and actresses stay. Anyone who visits the festival as a celebrity stays there, so it was very, very nice. But like I said, it was very nice to just be around there, spend some time there. We chilled there. We went to some films, some events, and yeah, yeah. So that area of Venice, because <laughs> especially because I have been to Venice before, but not. Mm that island not that section so it was very nice to see a different part of the island 
Fair enough. Okay, so now we're going to right. talk a little bit more about <laughs> some of the fun stuff on the main island rather than the stuff on the film festival island. Exactly. So we were staying on the main island, yeah. as we said, in our Airbnb. In San Basilio. Yes. And to get basically one of the most famous spots on the main island was St. Mark's Square, of course, yeah. which you can either get a water taxi to or you can walk to yeah. it and it takes like 20, 25 minutes. For us, it took like half an hour, I think. It yeah. wasn't too bad. But it's quite nice walking through Venice, to exactly. be fair. So... Every single part of Venice is just so, so nice. I've had some people... Well, not warn me, but they told me, well, because, you know, because of all the floods, Venice looks a bit, gr not grim, but, you know, the flood has, has taken its toll. It doesn't look as beautiful as, say, Florence or Rome anymore. So I kind of got there with the mindset of saying, well, I will like it, but, you know, it won't be as nice as other Italian cities I've been to. Okay. I don't know <laughs> what city these people went to because, to me, Venice looked perfectly beautiful, clean amazing, artful, and just one of the most stunning cities I've ever been to. I don't think I've ever been to a city where I've been that stunned by its beauty. Like when we went to New York, I expected to love it and I loved it. When Florence expected to love it, loved it. Venice expected to like it, loved it so much. And every part of it is so beautiful. Every street is so nice and small and interesting to explore. And it's just out of this world beautiful yeah and i feel like maybe it's to do with the fact that we both have fairly specific tastes in That's what true. we think looks nice or at attractive like in That's terms true. of colors and cities and things like that but obviously some people this isn't their taste but what i personally loved about venice was the rustic Yes. vibe and i feel like that's, that's maybe what people meant by like the some maybe some of the color from the buildings has been stripped a bit yeah. from from the floods and things like that but i thought that i just actually just made it look more rustic which i love i love the rustic colors the pastel colors as well it was all a lot of kind of pale slightly faded pinks oranges browns things like that which made for a very lovely landscape exactly and i mean of course fair enough we went during summer so it definitely looked the nicest yeah. in the sun and yeah, can I also just say how tragic it is to see the extreme floodings that happened just now? And it's insane to see St. Mark's Square flooded like yeah. this. It's not nice. So anyone who denies global warming, they can see it. I mean, say please save the environment to safe spots like Venice. I'm yes. not joking. Please do. Okay. Right. So now we're going to carry on and talk a bit more about St. Mark's Square. Exactly. So as I said, we could walk to it. Um, and it was really nice to walk through the streets of Venice, basically, because a lot of it is kind of narrow streets with these tall, rustic buildings yeah. alongside you as you're walking through. So we did a lot of that walking, going back and forth. I feel like we did get lost a couple of times <laughs> just because yeah. we didn't realize like the, the proper way, even though we did look it up. And it's know. Italy. It's very narrow. It's very, it's not as easy as saying America, where Which you is, have straight, exactly. massive streets. This was all a bit windy and thin. and Exactly. But, it, but kind of like a, an exploration then. Exactly. You know, you don't really know where you're going. And there was actually oh. one point where it was really dark. And me and Marie, oh. I think, I don't know if we were trying to find our way to St. Mark's Square in the evening or we were going out. I don't out. remember. So no, don't keep talking. you will remember. When we were going out for dinner, I think. And it was quite dark. And so... We turned around one street and we're like walking ahead, and then we. Oh my god! 
god, no! And then we I don't want to scream into no. the mic, but oh my oh god. My... And then we stopped oh at the god. end of what we thought was this street. Just to quickly check we were going the right oh way. God. We turned oh. on like a torch from our phone or something and saw that if we had gone one step further, we would have fallen into a canal. Oh god, because there was literally water. Which there. we thought was a street and actually it was a canal. And we yes. were like, well, thank god we stopped here because otherwise in this dusk or whatever time it was, we would have literally fallen, got soaked, but that would have been classic us exactly. anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, With our phones in the water as well. Death. Exactly. God. So, yeah. Anyway, that didn't happen. Exactly. But it nearly did. And we were like, ah, escaped that one. But, well. Oh, God. It just foreshadowed everything. <laughs> there were, there were other plans oh, for God. us to come. Exactly. Um, so, right. St. Mark's Square. <clears throat> Back to that one. Well, yeah. So, one of the things I wanted to talk about St. Mm -hmm. Mark's Square was, um, so, the square itself uh is quite big and spacious and yeah. around the kind of inside of the square are lots of restaurants like outdoor restaurants and cafes and me and marie decided to go to one of them because they looked really nice although you know obviously kind of expensive but we were like you know one drink yeah we'll let's treat ourselves one so, coffee actually. one coffee one yep. small coffee exactly and so we went to this restaurant and they had like live music playing and everything yeah. and uh they seated us at this table and we were just looking at the menu, you know, deciding what to order. To be fair, we knew it was really, really, really expensive. But again, we just wanted to treat ourselves. So we weren't shocked when we got the menu because mm. we knew how expensive it yeah. would be. And it looked nice. I mean, it was something like ten euro, 8 to 10 euros or something for a coffee or something, yeah. something like that. And we were like, you know what? Let's just treat ourselves to this, to this like one slightly expensive thing. Yeah. But then, luckily, oh we noticed this before we yes. paid or like ordered our yes. food is that on the menu in very little print <laughs> it also said that you will be charged six euros each for the live music exactly which i don't even know was it playing at the time i think they were just practicing no, or setting up. at the time they weren't actually playing but i bet they would have still charged us yeah. for it and they would have still been like oh well you know, there's still some live musicians here. Therefore, six euros each exactly. added on to the already extortionately priced exactly. coffee. So we didn't do that. So we escaped. We ran. Good tip. We did go to Ventry, though. I know Ventry isn't only in Italy, so that's actually quite good. If you have a Ventry nearby, please, for the love of everything, go. It's so it's good. It's delicious. Their chocolate ice cream is out of this world. And if you think you've had amazing chocolate ice cream before, please just trust me and go to Ventry, and your yeah, mind will be changed because it is in insane insane so yeah we went there and yeah. we also went to some you know like independent ice cream shops because yeah. it's venice and because it was very hot so we basically had ice cream every, every day because you need to exactly a good excuse. we did so much walking though so we really really deserved that my yeah. feet were so sore in the evening so we deserved all the good food we had oh, the we food. did indeed oh my god the arancini we had oh, oh. Oh my god, so I love amazing. That. So yeah, back going back to St. Mark's yeah. Square. We're getting lost on the food. Right. Can you yeah. hear? So now, yeah. um, Marie, can you please tell us a little <laughs> bit about some of the more cultural things that we went to surrounding St. Mark's Square? Exactly. So of course, around St. Mark's Square, you have quite a few cultural places. And we actually got a ticket which gives you access to a couple of these together. So we got the so-called St. Mark's Square Museums ticket. Um, we reduced for students you know reduced exactly from 25 to 13 euros which is quite good really and you get quite a lot for that so we got entrance into the Doja palace into the museo cora into the archaeology museum the monumental rooms and the national library 
Again, sorry if I butchered any of those names. So the Doja Palace, for example, was absolutely stunning, of course, as you would know, because it was built for the Doja of Venice, the supreme authority of the former Venetian Republic. So it was very, very fancy and matchingly posh, of course. It was very, very nice, though. I am a sucker for old palaces just to see how back in the days you lived when you lived posh you know when you lived posh back in the day <clears throat> exactly and it was really really nice we also went to the museum uh cora built by teodora francesco maria gasparo cora <laughs> <laughs> quite a good name right um yeah and we also like i said went to the national library slash monumental rooms um which reminded me like they reminded me of course of all the um royal rooms i've been to before Sadly, I couldn't reside in them. But yeah, it was very, very nice and so amazing to just go through and linger in the historical spirit. It was also quite cool during the very hot days, of course. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. It's a nice place to go to get a bit more weirdly fresh air, considering the outside of exactly. the buildings was really hot and a little bit muggy. Exactly. Although, like I said, like of course it can't be extremely cool because they still have to reserve the old spaces. Yeah. So sometimes it was a bit warm. But so it, it wasn't was... quite the Arctic. Exactly. But we had a very nice touch of art as well because it was definitely interesting to see this art compared to the contemporary, very modern art that we saw at the um, Biennale. Yeah, the yeah that's true, actually. That was really, really interesting. And it was also interesting because in terms of style, it was different to royal rooms that I've been to before like it was different to the styles of royal rooms in Buckingham Palace for example that I've been to or in Florence even but it was very interesting to see its renaissance mannerist art in relation to the city so that was very beautiful. yeah it was actually quite weird like when you think about how different the art was as you said yeah. before, between the art BNL and then like exactly. the culture, the more oh, cultural don't parts. even get me started on that story about how art has changed over time. Oh, but especially, oh. no, because no, I find it really interesting. Yeah, like, yeah. I could go on about it forever and yeah. for hours and hours. Obviously, it has a lot to do with society, politics, everything that is happening. But all it's, of that, exactly. But it is very interesting to see the change, and especially to see a city like Venice, which is obviously very historical and very. Um, beautiful and historic ways to host the Art Biennale, which is so contemporary and so vital in current politics and current styles and everything that's going on. So that was very interesting. So, yeah. Exactly. So, Would you like to continue? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> One thing I just want to say is on the subject of the Art Biennale, um, we're going to talk about it in more detail exactly. in the next episode. So please do stay tuned. So please stay tuned because there is lots that we have to say about it. Yes. It was a very big exhibition and we're going to go into more detail about it in the next episode. Exactly. So do you want to start with the last disaster of this episode? I will, yeah. So this is going to be the last disaster of this episode, but not the last one. Exactly. <laughs> of Venice as a whole. And it is literally the beginning of the end, so we will split this in two part into two parts and yep. if you want to hear the end of it, you will have to listen back next week. Exactly. So okay. <laughs> I just couldn't oh, believe this was so yeah. stupid. Okay. So on the I think it was on the second night. Yes. On the second night in Venice. I will have to chime in in a bit, but do go on oh, do. first. Please do. So um we decided it would be really cute to at the end of our day that we'd have buy like a couple of bottles of red wine Prosecco. or no I think Marie got red wine I got yeah. Prosecco because yeah. I'm more of a Prosecco 
kind of guy. And we got a couple of glasses, I think, from our flat. Yeah. Yeah, from our Airbnb and took them with us. Yeah. Um, went and sat on the edge of the canal. Can I say, and now this is why I chime in, normally the reasonable thing to do would be because in Venice you have lots of small canals within the streets where, you know, the gondola stock and everything to just sit there because the water level is very low there at yeah. least during summer. <clears throat> and people actually sit there again because I said it's between houses. There's no but risk. No, no. No, 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 no. We did not go there. We went to the main canal, like the actual canal that links the different islands to one another and sat on that edge. Mind you, loads of boats were passing us, loads of big ferries, even cruise ships were passing us. We still thought it would be a good idea to sit there. Did we keep in mind that the ledge we sat on was quite wet already? No, we didn't. No, we, we didn't. Yes. And we didn't even think, you know, the fact that we were sitting over the edge and our toes could feel the water. Yeah. Like if we if we relaxed our legs, then they would be in the water. So obviously yeah. the sea level there was fairly high. Did we really know? No, because why? Exactly. Um, so we went there, we had some chats and we were drinking our wine and Prosecco and just having a chat. There were a couple of times where there was some ripples in the water and we were like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, like close one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Oh god. Something. I don't know what we obviously didn't see. I think Some, it was a motorboat or like a bigger motorboat. A motorboat or something or like that. Or like a small that. yard or something. Yeah. Uh road past yeah. where we were sitting. Not that near us, like yeah. a little bit further down. Road but past. Quite quickly. But quite quickly, quite strongly. Mm. And the wave that it produced started coming towards us, which we didn't realise. It was a lot bigger than we thought. Yeah. And it <laughs> And it swooped up onto the edge of the canal that we were sitting on. And splashed and us. And splashed us. Completely. When I say when we say splash, we mean it soaked the whole area that we were sitting on. Yeah. So our bottom halves were completely soaked. Yeah. Our phones were on the floor. The first thing I did was I literally like grabbed my phone. Like so that was I. my first reflex. I was like, if this gets because it literally the water came and like started to surround my phone. And I was like, nope. Yeah. So um Imagine sweep. Well, I thought it was going to get Literally. swept out because the, 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 the... What would you have done? Would you have jumped into I would the have, canal? I, mm, I don't know. Because I don't think... Because it's deep, like it would have sunk. So honestly, there's I know, no... But, oh, I don't know, honestly. Mm. I think I might have just been like... Yeah. I, I don't think I would. Yeah. Um, And also, I think my keys were on the floor as well. I don't know if it was... I think it was for the Airbnb. Yeah. My keys were on the floor. So it, the wave came, tried to sweep away like the keys and my phone, grabbed both of them, picked them so up. So did I. And then it, we realized it had gone on our drinks as well, like on our glasses and everything. Yep. And the, the the canals in Venice are really dirty, yep. obviously. So Not the cleanest. But I still finished my drink anyway. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, no, I did. Really? Yeah, because none, no, none of the canal water went in the glass. But it went on the end Yeah, of I know. The... No, it didn't go on like the bit where you drink, though. Oh. And my, well, mine, I didn't it finish didn't. mine. So I finished mine because I was like, what's the point of wasting good Prosecco? And then this lady came and looked at us and literally went ah and laughed at us yeah and, and we were we had to gather all our stuff obviously exactly. and walk back to the airbnb and there were people staring and yeah there was one lady in particular who was like <laughs> i'm like well you know what yeah yeah <laughs> our lives are a joke exactly okay? we know it everyone knows it God. so we went back to the airbnb it wasn't actually that horrible because we said you know what we have a washing machine we can just put everything in yeah. wash it during the night it wasn't actually that late and it's fine so we put everything into the washing so, machine so we put everything into the washing machine this is where it and all begins this was this then takes us to the second half 
yes. of this story, which gets ridiculous about exactly. what happened next. The washing machine calls it, and if you want to hear why, come back tune next in week. To the next episode, because exactly. we are going to save the rest of this story until then. It's ridiculous, it's stupid, it was very annoying for us, so you're going to have to tune in next week to find out. Exactly. So for now, we leave you with recommendations to all the places we mentioned. Obviously, like I said, St. Mark's Square, all the places around there, Museum de Horror, Doja Palace, everything. Get the drawing ticket if you can. It is definitely beautiful. We will hit you with some more stuff that we did on Main Island as well as the art um, locations in the next episode. It's also going to include my birthday because oh, yeah. we celebrated my birthday in Venice. The best birthday ever. The best way to celebrate my birthday. Woo, so we did some nice stuff there. Can also recommend. And I definitely wanted to get a Venetian mask because yeah. I, like I said, love art related things. And I said, I know it's going to cost me a bit, but I don't care. I literally came with the goal of getting one. So we picked out the best and most renowned and famous um, independent mask stores in Venice went there they were so stunning and i also have a very nice picture of us in that yeah. one in the mirror and we did get some Instagram. good ones yeah so i will also recommend these to you in the next one so yeah please do join us again and please come do. back and for now for now have an amazing christmas exactly do you want to give us some socials before we go i will give you some socials before we go exactly um, so we, we have, have an email we have an email address which is travelingxpodcast at gmail.com so this is T-R-A-V-E L-L-I-N-G E-G-G-S-E no <laughs> I spelled that wrong that's okay. good I've already spelled it before so it's travelingxpodcast at gmail.com exactly after you finished sorry I want to finish that after you said S it's P-O-D-C-A-S at gmail.com sorry yeah. I just I just wanted to finish that because... <laughs> okay and as for social exactly, media yeah. um, my Instagram is ferg underscore steel which is f-e-r-g underscore s-t-e-e-l-e exactly and as always mine is that tattooed b-witch <laughs> on Instagram which, which I still really love but it's very long I'm not going to spell out for you I'm not going to bore you with that so, so you can as usual, still find me in pictures that my dear Fergus posts. Um, again, you can try and enter my name. Maybe you will find me. Let's see. Let's see. Feel free to follow exactly. us because we post on our stories about the podcast, including some polls for you to get involved with and see what you exactly. think is going to happen on the next episode. Some fun little stories. And yeah, please write us emails with suggestions, stories, whatever. Any Anything you want. Exactly. Anything. So for now, have an amazing Christmas. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Have the most holes, festive holes, time. Holes. Drink loads of mulled wine. Exactly. Have loads of gingerbread and enjoy the holidays. Get drunk. If you're not <laughs> celebrating Christmas, then just have a good winter time. Yep. Get some time off. Have enjoy, a nice break. And just relax. Exactly. So yeah, we will see you and hear you and talk to you again. And whatever. Next week. Next week. Goodbye and for now. Until then. Woo. Woo. Love you. Bye. Bye. Woo.